Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down with the one and only Tim Allison and talked about screwing the naysayers. Today, for episode number <laughs> 279, we are going to do a five-minute clinic on sacrifice. <laughs> Hell of an opening. Jeff and Jeff are in a funny mood today. Oh, for sure. Lots, lots of giggles. Please hit the timer. So before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to www.topnotchlive2020.com. Kev, my goodness. Set that thing up right. <sighs> Folks, we got an event coming up. We are 18 days out. If you want to achieve your goals and dreams, the number one most important thing, according to our mentor and coach, David Meltzer, yes. is allies. How do you create allies? You go to networking events. When Kevin and I look back in the last three years, we've been to several, full immersion, full day. As a matter of fact, HPA and Influencer were four days each, I believe. Influencer was three. Three. Three, yeah. But those full days change your life. Not only do you learn a ton, but you, you get deeper into your emotions. You make connections that... Again, imagine a concert you went to with somebody. You have that memory for life, and you have a deeper bond with that person than if you hadn't gone. Imagine doing that for dream chasing. you got to be in this room. Yes, and if you want to be part of our community of hyper-conscious folks, go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click join hashtag hyperconsciousnation, and you will be entered into our private Facebook group where we're all about getting after it. Because I firmly believe that everything you want in life is on the other side of you becoming the best version of yourself. And that is what we're all about. I mentioned this in a later episode that you haven't heard yet. But Alan and I are also going to do some content that is only going to be seen in Hyperconscious Nation. We are ramping up to that right now. And as promised, I still have posted every day. I want to hear from you guys. And I want this to be the most hyperconscious community on the planet. You did a poll recently in I there. did. About what you want in 2020? What you want most. Yeah, what do you want to focus on in 2020? Growing I, your business, habits, weight loss, whatever. I mean, I think there's... Oh, income. Was income. One I clicked yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. 
Um, it says 14 minutes. We're doing five-minute clinic. Something is off. Yeah, the, the timer is off. All right, let's do the five-minute clinic, man. Okay. So, I'm jeffing all sacrifice. Over sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice is... If you want something that other people... Everybody wants something different. So a sacrifice to me versus what a sacrifice to Alan is, is going to be different. Right. But if you want a result that nobody else wants, you're going to have to do things that nobody else is willing to do. Right. And I think that's the hard part is you're giving up pleasure in the moment for pleasure in the future. Yeah. Right? So I got invited, I think I talked about this, I got invited to a bachelor party probably, it was this summer. It was this summer. We had just gotten back from Toronto. The house was getting renovated. I was living with Taryn. I had lived out of a suitcase for like eight weeks straight. Oh, way too long. And we went to Florida in that time too. So And not yeah. Florida, um, Cali as well. No, that was after. It was? Yeah, that was okay. after. But so I got invited to this bachelor party. And I had all of my money in the podcast, really. I don't think I had that many clients at, at the time. So I wasn't like, it's hard when, because you feel the social pressure. Of course. And it's like, I don't want people to think I'm, I don't like them. Right. I don't want people to think that I don't care about their bachelor party. That's a big thing for most people. Right. You know, but I also have this giant goal, this giant dream that not many other people have. I think that's why you and I get along so well, because we understand that it takes a lot. It takes so much. It takes a lot. So here I am with the invite. Oh, we're going to Maine. We're going to go up there for three days. We're going to rent a giant Airbnb. We're going to go out. We're going to go bar hopping. Uh, we're going to do a bunch of fun things. We're going to hammer all the food, all that stuff. And it's like, are you, you're, you're down to come. And it's like, ah, no. <laughs> no. Right. I, I, I can't. Not only do I not want to spend $700 on a weekend, right. but like this, what you're listening to, what you're watching doesn't get done if we don't do it. Right. Right? And, and I would regret going and not doing this. Right? Where some people might regret not going to the bachelor party, I probably would have regretted going because it would have taken me farther off my my true north. Now, that doesn't mean I don't ever want to have fun again, but that does mean that my fun and the pleasure in the moment is usually weighed against my true north. And that's so I've had to quote unquote sacrifice a lot. If you were in my position, it might not be a sacrifice to you. Because you know that it's, if I'm, if I'm away for a week, it's taking me away from this. Right. It's taking me away from my maximum level of contribution, my maximum level of impact, of connection. If I'm not able to podcast for a week, this stops. I know. So it, it'll always be, quote unquote, a sacrifice to me. So if you have a goal and it's Friday night and you have to study for that personal trainer test, if you have to finish the house so you can get it up for sale whatever it is sometimes you have to make sacrifices in the moment and you can't always expect people to understand because if they don't want the same results it's not a sacrifice for them for them it's just going out on a Friday because it's better than staying in for you it's not that simple if you go out on a Friday you're not going to get the stuff done that you need to and then you're not instead of sacrificing the night you're sacrificing your long term success Mm. and you'll regret that So avoid, don't worry as much about the FOMO because your fear of missing out is based on the moment and the day and that experience where my fear of missing out is based on my dreams. Powerful. I've been doing that a lot as well. 
And it's interesting because we say the word sacrifice, but that's what you'd prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Were you always like that? No, God, no, no. So that's why it's. I think the sacrifice comes in the transition from the way you used to be to the way you are now. Because now that wouldn't feel like a sacrifice at all. Not 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 at all. But like much I mean, less of one. I right? think it wasn't really a sacrifice to me, but I know a lot of people would have valued that. You know, like another thing, I go to bed at like nine o'clock. Right. You know, like sometimes me and Matt are hanging out. We'll be in the middle of doing something. I'm like, all right, man, I'm gonna go to bed. Like that's a sacrifice. Uh, totally. That's a 100%. big sacrifice. But for me, it's worth it. So you have to ask yourself: is this is this sacrifice worth it? So what are you getting on the other end of that? I'm getting eight hours of sleep, and I'm getting up at four a.m. Exactly. Which is bringing you to four thirty. To it's work. it's bringing me to my next morning's morning ritual where I'm learning so then when people ask me questions on the podcast I can do better right. coaching clients speeches right. you know I'm doing my mobility it's it, it starts that day off right for me so what's the challenge for the listeners I challenge you to understand that you're always you're kind of always sacrificing something something yeah right if you're if you should be doing your work but you go out instead you're sacrificing your long term goal right if you are, this is and this is the other side of it. If you're sick and you know you should be resting, but you're working, you might be sacrificing your short-term health, or your long-term health. No, your short-term. Oh. Maybe just it'll take you a couple days to get better. Oh, okay, I see right? what you're saying. You're yeah. always sacrificing sacrificing something, so you have to weigh the options and make sure that it's directly in line with your your macro goals. I think everything is a trade-off. I think it's a matter of being aware of what that trade-off is, and then choosing consciously yeah rather than just like what most people would say is it's bachelor party i have to do that right you don't have to do anything no. you you get to choose so i'm gonna be very fast because we're already a little oh, bit yeah, over we here it. we jeffed it um five years ago now five and a half actually i got into a car accident for those of you who have heard my story before i'll be brief but that's when i had to face the hard truth of like what if that was it because my father passed away when i was 2 in a car accident when he was 28 i was 26 at this time and i had to really sit there and like evaluate like how courageously did i fight for my dreams how fiercely did i love am i proud of the man i became those really tough questions after that i had to get a new car and i went all in on my dreams after that i quit my job making a lot of money in corporate america a lot of you have heard this and I had a, what a lot of people would consider a lot of money. I had a very large, I paid off $84,000 worth of debt the previous year. This was 2014, and then 2015 is when I got in the car accident. And <clears throat> I ended up buying, after that car accident, Matt's old Grand Prix. Yes. Which is a car that he drove in high school. And I actually remember driving it, like driving in it with him going up Chocolog. It's kind of a crazy, awesome memory. Um, because he dated someone down the street that lives down the street from me back then in high school. But anyways, so I, I remember when I bought that car, it was $2,900, I believe. And I bought it in cash from his father, because I think his sister was using it at the time, but it was in his father, her, his father's name. And for the longest time, I drove that car, and it was honestly kind of a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for it, because it got me from A to B, but like, I remember people asking me, like, don't you have a lot of money? Like, it's interesting showing up to millionaire mentor meetings in a gr- Grand Prix that's a Grand Prix, a Grand Prix that's from, you know, like a 2001 or something. Yeah. 
And it was embarrassing at times, honestly, showing up to a speech at WPI where you're speaking on success on your own terms and you're driving a $2,900 car. Like, people value cars. I don't, obviously. But, like, it, to me, it was practical, and I sacrificed that because I knew I needed that nest egg to chase my dreams. And fortunately, I did that right. because let's say I wanted to have a really nice car. I would not have been able to survive this entrepreneurial journey as long as we have. So I was willing. I say this all the time. I'm going to keep saying it. Um, when I was at Influencer, I'll never forget writing this down, and I sent it to the team. I sent it to Amy, Tiff, and Kevin. The key to success, I believe, is being willing to, at first, be perceived as a massive failure. I was considered a massive failure for probably two and a half, almost three years before we started to really find success in other people's eyes. So, But I was more fulfilled, and I knew I was on track to my goals and dreams, and I knew that I was living in my greatest level of contribution. So you're going to have to sacrifice perceived value for real value. I was thinking of, we'll get out of here, but I was thinking of all the movies that I've seen. Like, think about how many times the character ends up at the end, like, the greatest thing of all time. But think of how many sacrifices they made along the way. Yeah. Like, I'm, I think of The Pursuit of Happiness, because that's one of my favorites. I actually messaged Chris Gardner today nice. to try to get him on the show, because that would be fire. Fingers crossed. But, I'm at, like, on the, at the end of the journey... Is success. There are usually tons of sacrifices along the way, and the people who don't make the sacrifices are usually the ones who don't end up, you know, as successful as they want to be. And I think the key is to reframe it as worth it. It's right. worth it, right? Because right. the alternative is worse, which all comes from awareness. But ten second blip. Ten second blip. Sometimes, in order to get things that other people don't have, you have to do things that people aren't willing to do. Mine would be. Give up perceived value from others and external validation for sacrifice perceived value for real value. I love it. Mm. We are actually going to do an episode on insecurities next. Next. So that'll be mostly Kevin. I think it's. I think it's very. <laughs> it's very important to. The ego. Yeah, a little, little bit <laughs> ego there. I think it's very important to talk about the stuff that you you're afraid to talk about because the only way to get over something is to admit it first and face it and. Right. We're going to do that so you guys can do that too. And again, that's, I want everybody to be able to talk about that stuff because for me, like the biggest, my biggest insecurities ruled my life for the longest time. And when I started talking about them, I was like, oh, these aren't as real as I think they are. And I'm not alone. Right. Other people. Right. I did a post on that. You, it's strange how you feel alone until you talk about it and you realize you're not. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we're going to do an episode on insecurities. So if you're insecure about something, which, if you you're are. human, you are. <laughs> right. Listen to that, and we will tell you ours, and you can hopefully face you know, yours. Face yours. That'll give you the support you need. Sorry for finishing your sentence. No, no, it's all right, man. <laughs> we've, been, we've been together too long today. We've been together for, I don't remember, you were late. We hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.